Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to Hunting Overtime. This is your host, hosts, plural, Brian Schoening and Eric Doty. Um, we are actually driving right now. We are headed to the mountains for some elk hunting. Uh, my brother Tyler, he's got a tag this year and we've been working for about a week now. I went back for three days, went back home and had to, had to work my real job and, uh, he stayed up there but hasn't had any luck so we're headed back to help him out and see if we can't get something on the ground but I know last time we talked uh, before we went on our bear hunt we made a comment about getting a bunch of podcasts out but obviously our lives are busy just like yours are and we're between our real jobs and me running helping run the seasons media YouTube channel and stuff we got a lot going on and we just haven't got to it so we are committing to one podcast per month and we should have zero excuses. I think we can handle that. We can get that done. So that's our plan for you. Um, some of them might be driving like they are right now. So I'll do my best to edit out that background noise because I know uh, driving podcasts sometimes are a little bit annoying. But hopefully you can get some good stories out of this one and uh, get by, get past some of that background noise that uh, I'll try to get rid of anyways. So you might actually catch a little bit of Frozen in the background. I got my daughter in the back seat. She's watching some Frozen on an iPad. So uh, if you don't like Frozen, well, my apologies. You obviously don't have a six-year-old daughter. So you got a six-year-old daughter, you know all about Frozen. Um, so the first thing we're going to talk about uh, is our black bear hunt, which was in Idaho. And it was not successful. There, We took three tags to Idaho and we how many bears did we see, Eric, approximately? We saw zero, approximately. Approximately. It was, it was still fun. It was approximately zero. Um, we didn't see any bears. Yeah, we definitely didn't see any bears. We had a great time. Uh, and why don't you, Eric, can you just tell us a little bit about why you think that was? Why, why did we not see any bears? Well, it was definitely the weather because we were planning on the forecast was good even yeah and well and before that like it had been warm like warm weeks leading up that. to it the whole time we show up it snows for the first three days yeah which is not very favorable for seeing any bears especially that time of year and then it was nice for a day and then it rained the next day yeah it was just tough and we have agreed basically that if we'd have been three to five days later this whole thing could have been an entirely different story. Yep. But obviously it wasn't. So it is what it is, I guess. And I don't know. I guess we just got to we learn from it. Move on. We learned from it. Probably um, going back at some point. Yeah, we'll we go decided. back at some point. The the challenge was honestly mostly my job. Um, I couldn't take any time off at any other time of the year really in the spring and we had to go around Easter and it was just too early really yeah. like if we'd uh, if we'd have been able to go the very first week of May I wouldn't we have been surprised bears. if we killed two or three even three bears yeah so it just is what it is there's not a lot we can do about it now obviously and that really at the time there wasn't a lot we could do about it then either it just was when we could go, so that was when we went. Um, 
that it was a good experience for us. The it got cold on us, so we really got to test out our at country stuff. <laughs> we were popping snow off of our tents one night. Yeah. So um, obviously, if you know anything about spring bear hunting, being in the snow is not the best case. So that was just kind of unfortunate, but we moved on from it. So. That's, that's a cloud. I was thinking, we're driving through the mountains right now, and I thought I saw some smoke, but I think it's actually just a cloud. It just looks like smoke. Um, yeah, we're driving through the mountains. Eric's got a bang. I got a rain. Got some energy drinks. Eating some, uh, what are these called again? Some Sour Patch, Sour Patch Kids. Kids. Watermelon Sour Patch Kids. So I apologize. Here's some of that going on. Um, Let's see, what happened next after bear hunting? Hmm. After bear hunting, I went to Hawaii. Yep. So at the... Don't rub it in. <laughs> Any more than you need to. So I got a few people that are a little bit jealous of this. Uh, so I went to Hawaii, and my amazing wife, like a week before we left, we were going on a family trip to Hawaii, um, my wife's parents actually kind of set it, well, I guess her and her sister kind of set it up, but it was like with her parents, her sister, um, and, and our kids. And, uh, about a week before that trip, we were sitting at the dinner table one night and I was talking to the kids about how awesome their mom was and how lucky they were. And she slides her phone across the table and shows me, tells me to look at these pictures and says, yeah, well, how awesome am I now? And I kind of looked at her funny and it, she had shown me some pictures of some Hawaiian goats that they have over there on the big island of Hawaii. And I was really confused and I didn't know what she was talking about. And she says, yeah, I just booked you this hunt. So how would you like to shoot one of these? How, yeah. How would, would you like to shoot one of these? said yeah it'd be sweet she says good because I just booked you a hunt so long story short she surprised me with this hunt it was my father's day gift a little bit early but that was my father's day gift and I got to go over there and um, I went on a it was guided it was with uh, Hawaii safaris but it, so it was my first guided hunt I'd ever done but the goat is pretty sweet it's pretty. It's a pretty Hard cool to describe. thing. You'd have to look it up. Honestly. Yeah, it's a Spanish Hawaiian goat, and it's just one of those things that not everybody gets to shoot. You don't get an opportunity to shoot one of these, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, there's some deer. Doing a or doing a baby. Yep. And uh, basically, we hunted them like we hunt antelope here in Nebraska. Um, found them, spotted them put a stock on them. We did two or three stocks before I found one that, that I got killed, and uh, it was sweet. It was a great experience, something that not everybody gets to do, so I was super grateful for the opportunity. Hawaii Safaris did a fantastic job of hosting me. Uh, I wish I could remember my guide's name off the top of my head, but I don't. Gosh, I should. He was amazing. Um, ah. I'll have to look that up and put it in the notes, my guide's name, but he was absolutely amazing. There's another deer. Um, 
super caring about what I wanted as a hunter and just an all-around good guy. He just it was he was fun to be with. So, um, but Eric and I actually talked about this a lot. What should I do with the goat when I killed it? And I actually was kind of ended up leaning on a European mount, which is ridiculous, <laughs> by just the way, because it's just expensive. And I was thinking that maybe I'd be able to get an, another hunt out of something if I didn't do a shoulder mount. But uh, my wife said I had to do a shoulder mount, so another wife, <laughs> another win from the wife, right? <laughs> so that was super sweet. Uh, like I said, an experience that I'll never forget. And uh, yeah, it ended up being a pretty good goat, really. Um, what else we got, Eric? Then we kind of just got into summer. Eric fishes a lot during the summer. Yeah. Walleye. I, I used to. I don't haven't really got that into it. It was a little tougher this year. Yeah. Struggled a little bit. We have a little lake that's pretty close to us. It's down in Colorado. Um, actually, we got a couple little lakes down in Colorado that are usually pretty good, but... They just haven't been what they used to be. One of them's currently dry. Yeah, it is bone dry. They, Super they lifted all drought. the limits at this lake and basically said you can catch anything and keep anything, which is insane because they just, because of the drought, they just knew the water was going to go away. So, um, but I just did, we just, family-wise, we just did lots of traveling. I did one 3D archery shoot is all. Um, We've talked for a couple years now about getting you to a total archery challenge. I know. And it just just didn't work out this year, so we really do need to get on that. Have that plan for next year. Uh, I don't know where we'll go. Utah sounds like fun. They got another one in Utah that I've never done. My goal, my goal is to eventually do every total archery challenge uh, in all the states, but I'm running out of close ones. Yeah. I have one more Utah one to do, but, um, yeah, so I did one 3D shoot. Did you, did you do any? We went to the one indoor in the winter. Yeah, just that indoor one. Other than that, nope. No, it, no. I did the one at McConaughey. That was a lot of fun. It was kind of a neat one. I don't think they had the one in Sydney that I'm aware of. Nope. But, um, yeah, so then after that, then we got into dove and antelope season and I have not hunted doves yet this year but you've kind of slayed them yeah we got into the doves and we've got one pond that we know where the doves come to and it it was really good this year and that's close to fairly close to your place yep about a mile away from where we live so I don't know if you guys listening have ever been dove hunting but if you haven't uh, it's a lot of fun if you can get into them. You, I haven't done it a whole lot. I don't know how you guys do it. I haven't been with you, but the times I've done it, I, we literally just sit on five-gallon buckets, and they just keep coming. Yep. And they keep coming. And they and coming. teach you how bad of a shot you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're they're tough to hit. They're faster than like a mallard, a duck that we hunt. They're little, and but they're fun. They sure taste good. How do you cook them? Wrapped in bacon and slapped on the grill because my brother's really picky, but I like the dove poppers, which the last time I had them was at your house, but you just add a jalapeno 
slice to that yep. mix with some cream cheese, and it's pretty hard to beat. Yep. Jalapeno, cream cheese, a, a dove, half a dove breast, and wrap it in bacon, and put that thing on the... I use a Louisiana Grill smoker, but you guys have, like, a Cabela's branded one. Yep. Uh, you put stuff on there and give it a little smoke flavor. And I got a buddy that was telling me um, to even just marinate them a little bit. He seasons them up. We didn't do anything when we made them. There was another recipe that he sent to me. I, I wish I could remember what it was. I'll have to look it up also. Jeez, I keep forgetting them. I can't remember my guide's name, and I can't remember this recipe. But um, I'll have to look it up also because it looked super good that he sent to me. Um, what else do you cook? You, you did it. Uh, Elk tenderloins the other night. Oh my gosh. Probably the best thing I've ever ate in my life. Better than beef prime rib, in my opinion. Because <laughs> you shot a cow elk last year in Nebraska. Yeah. Corn fed, alfalfa fed, by the way. Corn and alfalfa fed elk tenderloin. Like, come on now. Did you get, and you guys, you, your family, I don't, I don't understand it because I'm a big, big seasoning guy, but you guys just, don't do anything to them. No. This <laughs> was just wrapped in bacon, and it was unbelievable. I've seen, I haven't tried it, but I want to try, like, the, uh, have you seen the thing where they make, like, a interwoven bacon, like, blanket? Yep. So they, like, weave the bacon in and out of each other, and then wrap it around something? Yeah. That looks interesting to me. My dad has a muzzleloader antelope tag that starts this week and if he shoots one we're going to try just the back strap rather oh, than yeah. bacon but oh, he's yeah. going to inject this one okay add some more seasoning to a it. lot it's of... probably not as high quality as the other <laughs> yeah probably not antelope but a lot of people say antelope's disgusting we we mean. have a slightly different opinion it's my favorite yeah and other than elk <laughs> yeah i don't in uh, the antelope tenderloin even a backstrap, but the tenderloin specifically, like I, I cooked better. mine. I'll yeah. tell you guys that story in a little bit. I shot a, shot a doe antelope not too long ago, but I cooked my tenderloins, and I was literally cutting them with a fork. Just, they're so good. And they're not too crazy big, but man, are they good. I don't remember. I think I, I, think I marinated those in Italian dressing. <clears throat> That's one of my favorites. Or Dr. Pepper or really any pop, anything that'll give you a little sweet and it's always good. Especially if it's a doe. That's what you <clears> shot. <throat> Sorry, Antelope I got the dough. Throat. Um, it doesn't get any better than that. Yeah, that doe was super good. So that's kind of a crazy story. I bet they're all coming. Yep. <clears throat> I guess they could be deer hunting, but odds are. Uh, yeah, it's, what is today? The 16th, I think? Yes. September 16th. It's right in the middle of the month, so those uh, elk are really starting to rust. You've seen a lot of hunter activity and stuff like that but um <clears throat> so my doe antelope it's kind of funny so eric they have a place where i they let me hang some of my game when i kill it um i pay them in bush light they let me <laughs> let me hang animals that's um, a pretty good deal that's a good deal for both of us i think um but anyways i texted him and I thought I saw an elk, and said, how long does it take the, the 
walk-in cooler to get ready. He, he says, like, I don't even remember. Did you say 30 minutes or something? Or I'm pretty sure I said five minutes. Yeah, maybe. And uh, why? What'd you kill? <laughs> so he didn't even know I was going. And we communicate pretty, like, we can pretty well know when each other's going hunting and stuff. And yeah. So anyways, I had a buddy, uh, one of my friends, Gary, he and his wife had both actually just killed antelope off of this water tank. And there's no cattle in this field. And the rancher basically said he'll leave that water tank there for as long as we, and leave it full for as long as we need it uh, until we're done hunting. And Gary had this, a bale blind set up and these goats were just coming in. They didn't care about the bale blind. It took them zero days to acclimate. The first day he put it out, he had pictures of a big buck. And to be honest with you, I once like deer season comes around in Nebraska, which is September 1st with the archery, I have a hard time chasing goats with my bow because I just really want to be deer hunting. I know it's a lot of fun. I've done it some. We've, I've came close, but I've never actually killed an antelope with my bow. But so anyways, Gary told me that I could sit in this blind and I basically knew that I had one day and I went out there and it was I literally, I didn't get out there till like 1.30 and he told me and I quote, it's a slam dunk. So I was like, all right. So I didn't, didn't text Eric. I knew I was just running out there quick. Um, so I ran out there and sat in the blind. I had two does come in right away and decided to pass on them, which I regretted later, but I, they were looking off down a hill and I really thought there was a big old buck down there. And I really would have been kicking myself if I shot this doe and then a big buck showed up. So I passed on them, but then <clears throat> about an hour and a half later, another doe came in and, uh, she got a rage to the cage. The rage, uh, da, da, da. Hypoder lost my broadhead. Rage hypodermic, no collars, sent it at like 18 yards, and she was down pretty dang quick. But that was the first antelope kill I've ever had with my bow. Have you killed one with your bow yet? Nope. Just muzzle loader? Just my one muzzle loader. Okay. So that's another thing. We got to get that going. We got to. We live in western Nebraska, and honestly, we should be like hardcore antelope hunters. Literally have like six tanks that we can set a blind yeah, up on. Yeah, there's antelope everywhere. We need to just get together and invest in a bale blind or something and yeah. put it on a good tank and just hunt it. But, because it's not, like we can just go right outside of town. Most of the antelope I've shot are within 20 minutes of Sydney. Yeah. So. These uh, spots would be like 10 minutes away. Yeah. It's silly that we're not more into the antelope hunting to be honest with you but um so anyways that was super sweet that video is up on the seasons media youtube channel so a little side shout out for my other businesses uh check us out on the youtube that's the seasons media we got all sorts of good videos there my antelope there my hawaiian goats there tons and tons of different stuff on there uh all hunting and outdoors related. We got gear reviews. We got all sorts of good stuff. So make sure you check that out. Uh, greatly appreciate that. That's a very uh, 
very good channel for us. It's growing pretty big, growing pretty well right now. So keep keep that one in your mind as you're searching through the YouTube stuff. Um, what else? I don't even know how long we've been on for this. We're we're working on Garage Band on an iPad, and with just with just some uh, lapel mic. So. We don't have anything crazy fancy with us right now. I've left all my good gear at home because this is far easier, but um, doesn't show us the time. So that's in, I think that's in seconds maybe. I don't really know. Anyways, uh, what else did we have on our list to talk about? Antelope. Chad. Enormous elk. Dude. Um, one second. I got... I gotta message my brother back. He he messaged us on the Zolio asking how close we are. How close are we? Um, we are probably forty-five minutes, maybe a half hour if I push it hard. Um. Oh shoot, I was going to check. So what else we got here? Bow shooting, bow setups. We kind of talked bow shooting. I haven't shot my bow very much. I know. It's so honest. terrible. It's so terrible. I mean, it's on. And I'm yeah, like, comfortable, like I shoot it enough. I'm comfortable. I would not be lobbing shots at a total archery challenge. No. And 10 ringing things right now. I think my, I'd limit myself at about 50 yards on a deer, to yep. be honest with you. That'd be like my absolute max. Mine would um, be 40 right would it, now. Yeah. Just because. So that's something we really got to get into and get working on here coming up with uh, getting into the thick of our deer season. Yeah. Um, I'm, we're not really going to tell you a whole lot uh, about deer that we have on camera and stuff like that, guys. We both hunt places that other people have and other people people know where lots we of traffic yeah there's lots of traffic people know where we hunt um a lot of my stuff is public land and so i'm just not going to reveal a whole bunch of that i'll tell you if i shoot one and i'll tell you if i shoot a good one but i'm not going to sit here and tell you like oh we have this many bucks and this is what they look like on camera so i will tell you i got seven trail cameras out right now um I've hunted my place one time and saw some deer. Uh, I didn't see anything really good, to be honest with you, but um, I'm still going to keep going back and hunting it. And like I said, it's public land, so it gets pressure pretty hard. But I got some trail cameras up. I haven't checked them for, I don't know, three weeks, probably. So I don't even know what's on them, to be honest with you. So. I don't even have any intel for you, but we're not going to tell you those kind of things because people do know where we hunt, and uh, we do need to keep uh, some of that kind on the DL for ourselves to give ourselves the best chance. So, um, hopefully, you guys understand. I don't hate us too much, but if you like follow along my YouTube channel and stuff, they you will see the videos and stuff, so you'll know if I kill something good. Um, dove hunting. Okay, so. The last topic that we're going to talk about is we got a buddy, Chad, and he'll probably listen to this, and he's probably going to sit here with a smile on him. He's got, the guy's got a horseshoe up his butt, all right? <laughs> like, let's be honest. 
If he goes somewhere, something's dying. Ah, it's ridiculous. I'll just tell you that. Oh, he's already he killed a mule deer. Yep. Last week, he killed a mule deer, um, which looked like an awesome story. He had both of his boys with him, and killed this mule deer. Um, but this morning, I got a text, and he's got a he's got a pretty good tag this year, um, an elk tag. Well, had a pretty good elk tag, and the text says, "Giant bull down." So, he's up there by himself. I cannot stand that I wasn't there with a video camera. Because I'm sure this would have been absolutely amazing. But he killed a stud. Monster. Yeah, the thing's big. And so, congrats. Huge shout out to him. Congratulations on an awesome bull. Um, You deserve it. You worked for it this year, yep. and uh, yeah, that thing is impressive. It really is. It's a big old bull, and I don't have any idea what it scores. I don't have a good guess, really, because I'm not real good at scoring elk, mm-hmm. but what I do know is it's big, and he's super happy with it, and what I would give, or would give, what I, how do you say that? What I would give or what I wouldn't give? Anyways, I would give a lot for us to kill something even close to that yeah. in the next 48 hours. Like, we're, we're looking for anything over, what would you say? Your brother's right now. He's, your brother's shooting anything. Right now, he'll literally shoot anything. Yeah. So he's got an either sex tag, so he will literally shoot anything right now. This is potentially his last weekend. I don't know what his plan is, if he's planning on coming out for rifle season or not. I know he's not planning on coming opening weekend. So I'm not for sure what he's thinking. Let's get past this motorcycle. Um, but yeah, he's down to any elk is fair game with his bow. So we're really just trying to get within 40 yards of anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I can't I can't wait. Chad doesn't have great service yet, but I cannot wait to hear this story because the thing is big. And, uh, yeah, I guess I, I'm kind of jealous a little bit, to be honest with you. <laughs> I, I could draw a tag next year, but now I'm thinking I need to hold out and save my points and go to the unit that he was just in. Yeah. You just started buying points, right? This year. You did buy first them, right? one, yeah. Okay. You're a bad influence. It's, it's just money. And if it's what makes you happy, then my, my, I think I've probably told you this, but my wife's grandpa, who has passed away now, he said, and I'll never forget this, he, and I don't remember who told me, I don't think he told me this, but somebody told me that he used to say, if you can fix it with money, it's not a problem. Yep. Well, guess what? You can buy hunting permits and tags with money therefore making it not a problem so buying buying a $50 preference point is okay oh yeah that's an okay thing to do and you don't have anybody else to spend the money on so no you might as well spend your money on yourself (laughs) so um but anyways I don't really think that I don't know how long we're at right now but I really don't think we have anything else it's getting dark here we'll probably 
I'd really like to see if we can locate some bulls in the dark tonight, honestly, but we'll just have to see what Tyler's doing or what they got going. He sent me that Zolio message, but I so I assume that means they didn't kill anything or he would have said something, but um, yeah, well, we might see if we can locate something tonight, but find a good spot in the morning, and we got we got three good hard hunts. Maybe we hunt even more tomorrow than that. Um, we did do, there was a couple days last week where we did three hunts in a day. So we did a morning, a midday, and an evening. In the last weekend, that might be something we just uh, balls to the walls and now or go all out. I mean, we only got two days, so just see what happens, I guess. So, anyways, we are probably about 30 minutes away from camp, and we're going to log off here. This is your September podcast, Hunting Overtime Podcast. If you haven't, please subscribe. That is super helpful to us. And uh, we're going to do our best. And I know I've said this before, and I keep saying it every time I do another podcast. But we're going to do our best to get you some uh, scheduled content. So we are going to commit to once a month because we don't have time to do once a week. We don't really have time to do once every other week. But we can find time once a month to get you guys some content, give you some updates. Uh, next time we talk to you, I'm sure we're going to talk to you quite a bit about whitetail hunting. We'll fill you in on the rest of this elk hunt. Uh, maybe Eric can tell us a little bit. His dad's got a muzzleloader. Antelope tag can tell us a little bit about that. Uh, upcoming hunts on the way so yeah what well, do you does one of your brothers have a cow elk tag cow elk nebraska That's tag doesn't start till november though. oh that it's doesn't start till season. november okay so you won't hear about that in in the october podcast but uh we'll have some stuff for you i guarantee it uh maybe we'll even have a deer kill for you maybe we can maybe we can phone chat in and have him tell him tell tell you guys about this elk hunt because i'm sure it was probably a pretty sweet story he was solo by himself so but, anyways, I think that's it for us. Yep, that's all I've got. All right. Well, we're signing off. Thanks for listening, everybody. Again, hit that uh, subscribe button so you know when we dish out our next podcast. And make sure you follow The Seasons Media on Instagram and subscribe to us on YouTube. That's super helpful as well. It's all kind of clashed together. Tyler, my brother, doesn't necessarily do the podcast with us. But... He is a huge part of our success with the Seasons Media. And uh, we're going to kill an elk. He's going to kill an elk this weekend. And we're going to kind of kind of run this podcast through the Seasons Media platform a little bit and advertise there as well. So we're kind of all in one. Um, but, yeah, we're kind of a little bit separate. So make sure you subscribe to all of this. Subscribe here, wherever you're listening, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Uh, to Hunting Overtime Podcast. Subscribe to the Seasons Media on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram. I know you guys get tired of all the advertising and stuff, so I'm out of here. Eric, we're done. And here. we will talk to you all next month. You hit the stop button.